0: Simmons is just the tender. Battleborn Phantom. Welcome back to the Battle Born Argonauts podcast. I am your host as always. Joshua and Samo here from the Battleborn Argonauts podcast, talking to you guys today about your favorite team in the CFL, your Toronto Argos. Now, if you listen to the last episode, aka the first ever episode of the Battleborn Argonauts podcast, you know exactly what I'm going to be talking about in this episode. And that is potential quarterback replacements for your Toronto Argonauts this offseason. Now, before I get to that discussion that I cannot wait to talk about during the holiday break, I watched a lot of film. I, uh, you know, studied a lot of analytics, and I jotted down a few names that I really think are interesting to talk about. And I don't think maybe all of them are the best fits. Obviously, some are better than others, but I really think you're going to find some names interesting. And uh, you know, what better way to, uh, you know, pass through this off season than talking some uh, football, right? So. Let's start off with. I uh, just want to clean house a bit. Um, the Argonauts have extended offensive lineman Darius Bledek, uh, linebacker Alexander Chevrier, offensive lineman Shane Richards, and defensive lineman Robbie Smith. Uh, obviously, um, you know some of these moves were more obvious than others, but I really like how the Argonauts management team was able to bring back Bledek and Richards. Um, I'm a huge believer in um, offensive lines in football are built best, uh, you know, through continuity and um you know the chemistry as a line together as a whole and i think uh, the experience that this team went through this season especially in the playoffs um you know this offensive line really uh you know it's kind of a younger offensive line i think with this experience this makes them better as a unit as a whole and like i said you know offensive lines are you know built as uh, best as they are together so i think with the continuity this uh offensive line um definitely is going to be a lot better than what we saw last season, just given experience and you know uh, protecting together as a whole uh, as they have another offseason together under their belt. So with that, let's get talking about some potential quarterbacks. And what better way than to start off with one of the biggest names in free agency in the CFL, Jeremiah Masoli. Now I know he's been a tie cat since 2013. He's had eight years with them um, as their quarterback, but... I have a little bit of bias because uh, I'm a University of Oregon fan in college football over in America. And, uh, you know, when I started watching football, obviously as a younger fan, uh, Masoli was the quarterback for Oregon around that time. And um, so, you know, we have some bias. I have some bias from there. But, uh, you know, he's 33 years old. Um, Like I said, he has eight years under his belt. He started off this year with early season rust. Um, Obviously he, you know, broke that as the year went on. As he threw for 2,445 passing yards, he also threw for 10 touchdowns and rushed for 184 yards in a rushing TD. So, obviously, he's not the dual threat he once was, but he still showed that uh, while he was on the football field, he does have that rushing ability still. You know, it might not be as major as it was in uh, you know his younger years, but it's still there, and that's still uh, crucial to, uh, you know, as a weapon on offense. So, I think maybe. Masoli by himself coming in as QB1 might not be the best option, but I think if Toronto uh, Toronto FC, I keep talking about Toronto FC because of the insignia news that broke this morning. <laughs> I have to get that in my head. Um, but I think if the Argonauts really did bring in Masoli and they really wanted that uh, 2 QB system, I think he actually kind of fits that mold. I think he's a veteran, and I think, you know, with how young this Argonauts roster is, I think this really suits uh, this current, uh, you know, Argonauts team. Obviously, a lot of people are gonna be upset because he, you know, was a tie cat as I said for many years. You know, obviously has a past with uh, the Argonauts, but you know, why not, right? He's getting up there in age. Uh, take a flyer on him, and you know, I think only good things can come from this. Uh, so moving on to the second name, uh, also a free agent and a Hamilton Tiger Cat quarterback, Dane Evans. So Dane is 28 years old. Uh, He's a quarterback from Tulsa who fell victim to the 2QB system, as I talked about, used by the Ticats. And, um, you know, Evans threw for a total of 787 yards in the air, scoring six passing touchdowns. Like, although uh, Dane doesn't really rely on his rushing upside as much as Masoli does, uh, he still managed to pick up 114 yards this season uh, with 23 carries along with three rushing touchdowns. Uh, Dane's 29th season was definitely his best. And, you know, obviously he didn't have that type of production this year. But I still think you can find that groove um, with Toronto. And I know a lot of people are going to be hesitant to bring over a Tiger Cats quarterback. But I think, you know, the fit's there, right? He's 28, probably going to be about, you know, 29 by the time he comes over uh, for the start of next season. You know, I think that fit there is actually... Better than Masoli in a couple of ways. Uh, if you wanted to do more of a QB one type of uh, you know system instead of the QB two, um, you know Dane Evans is probably better with his arm at this day and age. Um, but Masoli does give you that dual threat. So um, let's move on with the next name. The next one uh, from out west, Isaiah Harker, the Saskatchewan quarterback. So he's twenty six years old. He's in his second year. He's still yet to throw his first touchdown pass in the CFL. Um, Although he has looked fairly comfortable when he needed to uh, behind Cody Fajardo. Um, You know, Harker hasn't had much time to really give us an image on what his limitations are um, in a lot of ways, but it's already understood he's a passing quarterback. Like, he doesn't rely on his run often. His totals this season are 239 pass yards, no touchdowns, with two interceptions. And, you know, I really think out of the names I've mentioned, he could be the most interesting addition to this Argonauts team. And, you know, they've really turned the corner. And a young quarterback like this, um, I can really see like him building a relationship with guys like Curly Giddens Jr. and other offensive players we got here. I think he, he could be transformed to be like a weapon in, uh, you know, the CFL here. Um, obviously, this is, you know, an unpopular take. But I, I like... I like him a lot. I like Harker's play. Uh, I remember seeing him a couple times this summer. You know, uh, like I said, he's a passing quarterback, so it's a one-dimensional type of weapon. But, um, you know, I really think this ad to be really interesting, especially given his age. So moving on to the next one. This one, this one is going to spark maybe some controversy, but Dominic Davis, um, the quarterback for the Ottawa Redblacks, um, you know, the 32-year-old quarterback, six-year veteran, for a total of 674 passing yards last year, three touchdowns and four interceptions. Now, no, I don't think Dominic is the answer to this team winning a championship, but this is the signing that could be a fit if Toronto wanted to install that two-quarterback system. And what I mean by that is, you know, although giving Dominic the keys uh, to this offense is either a splash play or a disaster, um... If you paired him with like a Masoli or Dane Evans, I think that gives you that dual threat of both. And uh, obviously, Dominic Davis is a big play quarterback. It's like I said, either a splash play uh, or the exact opposite. So, you know, he's a veteran. Um, you know, his touchdown to interception ratio are, you know, not very good. Uh, so you can't really trust him to be your QB1 to be a Grey Cup contender. But. Like I said, if you want to just take that two QB system and you want to take a flyer on a guy, I think this is an interesting add. I don't think it's a perfect move, but you know, if you want to go with a two QB system, you're not going to have two premier quarterbacks. So I think this could be a good fit if you pair him up with somebody. But um, you know, I just thought I'd talk about him because he's on the free agent list, and I know a lot of people are talking about his name and uh, what team he could potentially go to because it seems like he's not going back to the Red Blacks. So the last name I'm going to bring up here in free agency in the CFL is Jake Meyer, the quarterback from Calgary. Now, you know, he was the replacement for Bo Levi Mitchell earlier this year. Um, Became the first player in CFL history to throw for 300 yards in each of his first three starts. The 24-year-old has played sparringly well since Mitchell's injury. Like He has been really well in the short term. And, uh, you know, I really think other GMs in the CFL view this guy as a starter. Um, You know, 1,211 pass yards last year for five touchdowns, three interceptions, with two running touchdowns. So he has that rushing upside. He's young, right? Um, You know, he was able to come into that Calgary offense and try and do as best as possible. Obviously, they they didn't achieve what they wanted to this year at all. But I really think GMs in the Canadian Football League view this guy as an under the table starter and uh, you know he comes to Toronto here I think the weapons we have and uh, you know like I said with this team having such a young offense and with the defense uh, taking shape I really think um, this is an intriguing ad if the Argos want to move on from McLeod Bethel Thompson Uh, obviously I'm a huge Jake Meyer fan Um, you know it's tough between him and uh, Harker but If I had to pick one, I think I'm leaning towards uh, Meyer. But, you know, before I I go to, I'm going to have, you know, my favorite move. um, And then maybe talk about options from the outside. But the 2QB system, I just want to touch up on before I, you know, transition to that. I think the Argos, you know, I don't think it's a bad idea, but like, I kind of like my teams with that one QB. I like having, obviously, you know, a solid backup, but, um, you know, I think, uh, yes, the two QB system does give you, you know, a lot more flexibility. And, you know, when you're playing opponents, you have that type of, you know, versatility. But I think Toronto, you saw when they got rid of Arbuckle, this team really turned the corner and uh, they really became contender status. So I think just, you know, your one workhorse at quarterback. Fits this team a lot better and uh, not just for the now but for the future. I think you can build relationships with guys like Giddens Jr. and you know other people on the offense and the offensive line and all that stuff. Um, I really think if you find a, a good, reliable option to play quarterback for you know not the you know extended future of this or not this team but you know the short term future, I think that's a solid move and especially since this team doesn't have a backup either, right? Pipkin's also free agent so. Moving on to that, options from outside. Um, you know, I wanted to add those, but those are always so tough because you don't know what's going to happen. Obviously, there's players in America that are extremely talented and some of the best in the world, but you can't just predict who's going to come over to the CFL, right? Like, you don't know if a random quarterback in the NFL who's struggling and can't find a spot on a practice squad, like a guy like Garrett Gilbert, for example, or, um, you know, like a Ben DiNucci. Uh, those guys, you or Trace McSorley, you can't go practice squad hunting and all that stuff. Those are just way too hard to predict. It's way too complicated. You don't know what's going to happen with the player itself or all that stuff. So I really wanted to talk about options from the outside. Obviously, you have the players who come from school who don't get drafted, and you, know, you have those potential options. Um, but usually, their first choice in America is the NFL. So I don't want to go into depth about players in America if they have zero intention of playing in the Canadian Football League. And, um, if they do ever say that they're interested, then that's a different story. I'll go and talk about it. But, uh, until then I didn't want to go out and talk about, you know, American talent. Although that would be really fun to talk about because, you know, options from the outside, as I said, you know, they're always really hyped up and, um, there is so many great players over in America. So, you know, obviously I wanted to add those guys, but you just can't, like, you can't predict, um, you know, an NFL quarterback who's struggling to make a team It's just going to say, yeah, let me go be the quarterback for the Argonauts. I know it happened with McLeod Bethel-Thompson, but we saw how long that translated into. So, you know, maybe uh, one day soon, but until it becomes, you know, an actual uh, fact or, you know, worth talking about, then uh, I don't want to touch up on it. So let's go to my favorite move out of all the names I mentioned. I'm tempted with Meyer like, I'm tempted, like, Jake, you know, you heard the way I was talking about him, you know, he's 24 years old, and uh, he's played so well under Bo Levi Mitchell, I think he has starter potential, I think he has rushing upside, I think he has, you know, the arm, he's young, I think he could help build a core here in the CFL, Um, but I have serious bias with Jeremiah, and I know this is, you know, might not make everybody happy listening to this because he was the Tiger, uh, Tiger Cats quarterback for the last eight years. But, you know, seeing um, my childhood quarterback at the University of Oregon come to Toronto, my favorite team, I think that would be so cool. But all in all, the best option, like if you told me to make this team a contender, like I have one move to get to the Grey Cup, in all seriousness, as much as I was kind of upset with the way he handled his actions after the game, After the loss to Hamilton in, uh, you know, the conference final, it's still McLeod Bethel Thompson. You know, I think you got to rock with him if you want the best of this team right now. We saw what he did last year when Arbuckle was traded. Um, Yes, he's had his ups and downs. No, he was not perfect, but I really think he could bring out the best in this Argonauts team. And I think he's probably the I wouldn't. So this I'm going to phrase it. I think he has the lowest. I mean, the highest floor, but the lowest ceiling. So I think you know what you are gonna get. You know he's just a pro, and um, obviously we saw under a full season of him what he can bring to this offense. But if we're talking about highest ceiling, no doubt it's Jake Meyer. You know for sure, um, you know his ceiling is you know the absolute sky limit. The sky's the limit. So twenty four years old, relatively young arm, who uh, you know had a really good season playing under Bo Levi Mitchell. Uh, but Masoli would probably be the third option for me. Like I said, I have that bias, so I know a lot of people might not like that, but you know, that'd be cool. (laughs) That's something I I, I'd really want to see. If you want to do a two QB option between, um, Meyer and, you know, Masoli, then, you know, that's obviously a dream standard, but I think I'd welcome that with open arms. No problem. Um, but yep, you know, as we near the end of this episode, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, these potential quarterback replacements. I'm going to have much more content coming to you throughout the offseason. We're working on a website. Uh, make sure to check out the Twitter at Talk on Twitter. Uh, you can also check out the Instagram. It's about the exact same way. Give us a follow there. I want to hear from you guys. You know, this episode it's so controversial and I know I'm not, you know, the, the biggest genius in the world in terms of uh, CFL replacements or who's doing what and all that and Um, You know, that's not my job. My job is talking about, you know, the sport, the team, and uh, giving you guys coverage for you guys, the fans, because I know how much I love this team, and I'm sure you do too. So I want to hear from you guys. Even if you want to reach out to me personally, uh, my Twitter at Janselmo, but with an 8 instead of the E. So J-A-N-S, 8-L-M-O. You know, message me on there, whatever you want. I would love to talk Argos football with you anytime. And if you have any questions, let me know. If you ever want to come on the show, let me know. I'm always open to talking football. Any time of the year. No matter if it's the offseason, championship week, anything. So, just to recap, my number one option, re-sign Thompson. My number two option, go bring in Meyer. And number three, let's bring home my childhood quarterback from college football, Masoli. Uh, yes, that's going to spark controversy, but like I said, University of Ducks fan, uh, Oregon Ducks. So go Ducks, uh, go Argos. And I can't wait to talk to you guys more on the best team in the CFL. So stay tuned for more. And, uh, you know, go check out the other social medias and uh, for coverage and all that kind of stuff and updates on when the next episodes are coming out. Uh, thank you all for listening. I hope you have a very good uh, 2022. Happy New Year and happy holidays. Thanks so much for listening.